Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good day, this is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking Care of Business. This is the, what, third week in July? Yes, I was going to say the next to last week, but not quite yet. Well, same thing. Same thing, only different. Yeah, it's the exact same thing, except it's totally different. Yeah. Um, We continue to swelter. (laughs) (laughs) You are not kidding. It Uh, it, It took a little bit to get here, but it has made it's made up its time that it was yeah, not here and um and I'll, honestly this is a tape show today because we are actually traveling this week yes we have uh clients uh, out west that we're visiting with this week and um where we're at today the high is going to be 115 and the low tonight is a chilly 85 oh but it's a dry heat yes yeah, so is an I, oven yeah uh i uh, <laughs> miserable is miserable i don't care i don't care if it's dry wet damp whatever 115 is hot it doesn't stay dry for very long because it makes me sweaty yes and when i sweat i get very very irritable last week one day last week the ac in our office Ugh. broke for and we were both chafed 90 percent of the day <laughs> and and neither one of our assistants came back there to talk to us at all because they could see we when he and i get hot inside in inside of a place that should be air conditioned we get really really irritated very quickly and that was one of those days where they didn't really they didn't come back and and uh talk to us much that day because they could see that we were not where they were at was receiving cool air yeah yeah it was just back where we were was not and so uh (laughs) so yeah anyway so it's hot um uh, the three of you that listen to this show while you're listening to it right now it's uh if you're listening to the wednesday show at six o'clock wednesday night where we're at it would be 3 p.m wednesday afternoon so it's probably about 115 right now 115 degrees yeah 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 so uh but anyway so uh the reason why we can't congratulate or mourn with george on his cfp is we don't know. we don't know <laughs> yeah yeah we because this is, taped. Uh, this we is don't know. before the test is taken so yeah. now we've gotten rid of all this worthless honesty yeah yeah uh anything we need to talk about uh uh going on in the world or washington dc uh, or anything i'm thinking that um not really we have cocaine in the white house we have and again the jokes write themselves there i mean you cannot (laughs) make this stuff up yeah we have the president don't you know that when that press secretary is uh is is doing the uh, press conference? She if she has a cold, she has to wipe her nose. <laughs> you know, speaking of her for just a second. All right, I understand her job is incredibly difficult because there's nothing good to talk about. I mean, there's absolutely nothing that she can say that is positive about anything going on. So I get it. Her job is hard. However, how can she just sit up there? How can she stand up there in front of that that microphone and just refuse to answer questions? about what's going on i mean her her whole job is to answer questions no no that's not true her whole job is represent joe biden it's his press secretary so she's representing the biden administration oh okay she's representing the free press oh okay so she just doesn't have the free press yeah that's an oxymoron Um, she where she where the view was um making a comment last uh, week you said the view so no i did not yeah the view last week which doesn't know the view is is a, a bunch joke of, of a freaking talk yeah, show really 
Um, but anyway, the view last week admitted that they were not going to discuss Biden's seventh grandchildren, seventh grandchild. He doesn't have one. That Exactly. Because it wasn't important. And then one of them said, kind of offhandedly, but if it was Trump's, we'd be all over it. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure she's no longer a part of the show then. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but anyway, I just, uh, it just, it kind of, it just kind of blows my mind that, um, she's just outright refusing to answer any, any sort of difficult or uncomfortable questions that. Are there any questions that are not difficult or uncomfortable? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, my name is Tommy Pate. I am a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And I'm George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm out of Aiden, North Carolina, just outside of Greenville. Our phone number is 252-304. You know, my my brain immediately defaulted to 746. (laughs) 304-1019. Maybe one day I'll have that down pat. I want to look at it. Our website is www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, again, www.thejourneysgroup.com thejourneysgroup.com our website has a variety of financial articles that rotate through on it it's got uh, our links to youtube instagram and facebook it's got our schedule if you want to get an appointment with us and uh, how to get in touch with us and it's got the podcast platforms for taking care of business what you're listening to right now uh what are we talking about today we are finishing up our discussion on uh i can't remember exactly what we called it like the seven steps to uh seven abundance steps to life security and life Li- abundance. life security i couldn't remember what the first one was All so right. we we covered the first three last week which were uh life doc or life documents estate documents you know wills and that and that sort of thing budgeting and insurance all kinds of insurance those did you hear are- that click I did. That was everybody turning the radio off when we said budget. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first, those are the first three steps. Like we mentioned last week, um, they are the most uncomfortable steps because they require a lot of um, sort of deep personal insight and looking at things that are kind of uncomfortable you know you're 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 forced with you're faced with your own mortality with these things uh and and it requires some some brutal honesty uh and nobody likes to do that or think about it also requires a lot of work on your part yes yeah that the the stuff that we talked about last week are the most i think you said they're the most labor intensive parts of this whole process and so today we're going to talk about the other four steps which um are you, you said are a little bit more fun you think yep all right, step four is savings account or some type of savings. Now, you need a savings uh, plan or a, a, a cash nest egg somewhere, yeah, to avoid one thing, credit card debt. Going into debt. Here's what happens. People that do not have a savings account, that live paycheck to paycheck, one day they get a call from the heat and air conditioning person. He says, you need a new air conditioner. And it's $1,200. And they go, well, I don't have $1,200. I'm going to put it on my, my Visa or my MasterCard or whatever. And don't worry, I'll pay it off this month. No big deal. Well, the end of the month comes and they can't pay the full twelve, but they pay 400 And they're feeling pretty good because, okay, they're getting that debt knocked out. And their wife or their, their spouse in this woke environment, their spouse comes in that night and says, hey, I got to have four tires. And it's $1,200. Well, he didn't have $1,200. So he put on the American Express card, the Visa, the MasterCard, honey. So now the card's over $2,000. But that's okay, because I'm going to pay it off this month. Well, this month comes, we have some other unexpected bills, and so I only pay 1000 on this credit card. So I still owe 1000 
And what we just told you happens every single month. It's a normal life. And before you know it, this credit card is at $10,000. Um, the payment on it is $600 a month. And the poor sucker that has it probably will never get caught up again. If he or she had had a savings account, when that $1,200 heating and air condition bill came due, they just would have written a check for $1,200. They would have said, dang, that's annoying, and then gone about their day. Um, so the $1,200 is, I mean, the $1,200, the savings account <laughs> is really more to protect you from, I mean, the the technical fiscal term is emergency fund. Yes, what it really means in real life is we don't want you to go into debt, so we want you to have some cash around. Yeah, we we already talked about debt. Uh, what was the term you used last week? Debt um, with budgeting. Uh, debt control. Debt control. All right. This is part of debt control, or, or what this is, is it's uh, preventing you from spiraling into debt, you know, where you have to get in control of it, or it's preventing you from slipping further than you already are. Um. There are people that, when we talk about savings, immediately say, I can't do that. I live paycheck to paycheck. All right. Remember, step two was the budgeting part. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're truly living paycheck to paycheck, if you did step two, which is budgeting, then that tells you what your problems are. But let's say living paycheck to paycheck. If you're honest with yourself and you go through your uh, spending habits, I can't guarantee it, but I can pretty dead gum close to guaranteeing it. There's some money in there that you don't have to spend. Or that's being not accounted for, that, that you're not aware of. Um, yeah, I, I graduated from North Carolina State. And so my wife and I go to the state football and basketball games. Yep, Member of the Wolfpack Club. I've been for, Club. Yep. for several years. Since I was a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> um, If I had to tell you how much money I send to North Carolina State, I would probably be appalled myself. <laughs> between pledges I make for scholarships and between Wolfpack Club dues and between football and basketball, uh, it's, it's probably $20,000 a year. Um, now, I'm not concerned about it for three reasons. One, I can afford it. It does not impact my savings. Two, I know it's twenty thousand dollars. I mean, I know what it is. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it is to the penny, but I'm. You got you got a rough idea of yeah. what it is, yeah. Uh, and three, it's part of our budget process. Now, let me ask you this: When you the the day you graduated from North Carolina State, have you been a, a member of the Wolfpack Club since you graduated from North Carolina State? No, uh, that's the other thing. Uh, I had been graduated from North Carolina State, and North Carolina State. Uh, minimum membership level is $50 a month. So we're not talking about a ton of money. But I, I'd probably been out of school 15 years before I ever joined the Wolfpack Club. And even then, that was at the... No, it was at the $50 a month That was level. at the base level, and yeah. we laughed because the first football seats we bought, you, they came with supplemental oxygen. You were that high <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, you were way up there. But that's all we could afford. Hey, but but you but again, you could afford it, and it was and and you mm-hmm. waited until you could afford it, and you made sure you budgeted it in. Yeah. Now the rifle age is sixty three. We have killer seats on the fifty yard line, and we have killer basketball seats on the midcourt. But it took fifteen years to work my way there. Um, but the fact of the matter is, 
if I could not, if I was not saving money, I know there's twenty thousand. There's a twenty thousand dollar lifestyle change I could make. I mean, it would be painful, but it could happen. It's there. And so, people that say, um, "Well, I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't cut anything. I just, I can't save anything." Well, there are people out there that are going, "Yeah, well, I, I'm not wasting twenty thousand. Uh, probably not. I bet you're wasting a thousand though, uh, and I, or maybe even five thousand. Um, how many of you are members of the golf course but have no savings account?" I mean, if you're members of the Pirate Club or the Wolfpack Club or the Rams Club or the Demon Deacons Club, whatever it may be, but have no savings account. Now, let's immediately go to our fallback position. Oh, I do that for my children. Or, oh, I have to do that for my business. Please don't. Please, please don't. <laughs> well, don't. Don't feed us If your children that. and your business are going to step up and help you pay bills when they come in, by all means. But, but yeah, do not, don't feed that line of, I've got to do it for, for my work or I've got to do it for my children because I can, I can just about promise you that your children do not care if you're a member of the country club or, uh, the pirate club or whatever. They, they don't care. Uh, that, they just, uh, drives me to, to when we hear that, that's an excuse. You're, you're pushing the responsibility off onto your children and that that's not fair to them because it's not their fault that you're spending this money on something that you maybe not should be spending money on and and at the end of the day what you're doing is you're trying to you're trying to keep up with the joneses you're trying to keep you're trying to you're trying to put on an appearance of uh what you perceive as successful and what you're doing is you're just digging yourself a hole deeper and deeper and i, I don't know what what's what's more embarrassing um, canceling the country club membership because you want to, uh, you know, because you're trying to save money here and there or canceling it because you can't afford to pay it anymore. I mean, because you don't, you, because you do not have the or, money yeah, because your check bounces because your check bounces. I mean, what's, what's more embarrassing. So b- before you do the ancillary things in your life, like golf Football club, whatever, whatever, you should have a savings account. Now, um, how much do I want? Well, when I first went into practice, which was, you know, when Columbus was just discovering America. You know, the, the, every time you say that, you, it, get, it gets pushed further and further back to when <laughs> to some other historical. Like the last time it was when the pilgrims uh, uh, sailed the Mayflower. And now we went back another 200 years. So the next time it'll be Moses. <laughs> uh, probably not. Probably Noah's. I was going to say that, that, that would be that would be a little bit too yeah. far back. Um, when I first went into practice, there was. Three to six months of savings with whatever. Three to six months of income that everybody thought you staff for savings. Now I think that's excessive. That's myself. a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, number one, because banks don't pay anything, and number two, that's a lot of money. But I do think you should have ten to twenty thousand dollars available at any time, at least. Now, if your next question is where am I going to find ten to twenty thousand dollars, my answer to that would be refer to item two, budget. <laughs> um. But saving money is like paying off debt. You buy it a little bit at the time. So if you uh, just start saving $25 a paycheck, if you're paid twice a month, that's $600 a year. Now, it'll take you a while, but that's okay. Um, if you can put uh, automatic deductions in place where money is automatically sent to your savings account, Understand the logic behind this is that we're trying to protect you from yourself 
and from some unmitigated financial disaster. So step four, get a savings account going. Step five, retirement. Uh, many of you out there have corporate retirement plans that you're not utilizing, which is one step past insanity. <laughs> If the company you work for is going to give you free money, then in terms of a match or something, by golly, take it. Yeah, I mean, you know, company you work for, I'm sure is fantastic, but that's free money that they have set aside for you. If you don't take it, they're going to use it. So, uh, you know, again, I'm sure the company's great, but if that's money that they're going to use for themselves, if I don't use it, I'd rather I take it. And it's just not that hard to do. Uh, again, with, with payroll deductions, there's no excuse to not take advantage of something like that because it doesn't require any extra effort on your part to set it up. All you do is tell your human resources person, withhold this percent of my check. And you never, I mean, it's just, there's no excuse to not take advantage of that because it's so easy to do. And those of you that don't do it because you don't understand it, that's your fault. Uh, yeah, that that is also not an excuse. You can call us and we'll explain it to you. Even if we don't handle it, we'll explain it to you. You can go to human re. It is incumbent in today's world. The employer is not responsible for your retirement anymore. It's on your shoulders squarely. So it's your responsibility to understand the plans and the opportunities that are offered to you. No one else. No one. Um, it's not human resources job to make you sit down and understand this. It's their job to give you the information to absorb but they do not have to seek you out to make sure you understand it. You've yeah. got to go to them and say, hey, I, I, I know we have this plan, but I don't really understand it. Um, can, can you give me kind of a brief rundown on how it works? Uh, but again, it's your job to seek them out. Their, their whole job is to answer those questions for you. But again, there's no excuse to not take advantage of this stuff because it's there. It's very easy. It's available. And if you don't take advantage of it, that's that's nobody's fault but your own. Um, there are two answers you should be able to give at any point in time. Number one, if you retired this second, what income would you have? And number two, if you keep saving like you're – actually, there are three things. Number two, you keep saving like you're currently saving. What's your retirement income going to be when you retire? And number three, how much should you be saving to have your retirement income? Um, if George finds the answers out at 27, it's a very small monthly amount. If I find the answers out at 63, it's going to be a huge monthly amount. So those of you that keep putting this off, you're using uh, losing the beauty of compound interest. Uh, if your company is doing a 3% match, and you make $100,000 a year, you're walking away from a free $3,000 a year. All right. And, and then if you think, if you work at that company for 30 years, $90,000, that's $90,000 that you've left on the table. That's almost a full year's income that you have left because you were too busy. I was going to say lazy, but um, yeah, you were too busy to sit down and look at this. Stuff. And somebody just said out there, oh, yeah, well, that'll put me in a higher tax bracket. That's the dumbest thing I you could possibly stop, say. Because please don't. Here's the deal. Let's suppose this 90000 that they gave you puts you in a higher tax bracket. That's $90,000 you didn't have. No, no, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh there's something else the to logic. it. Okay, okay. Please. Sorry, sorry. So let's say that your new tax bracket was 30%. 
So the $90,000, you had to pay taxes on 30%. I mean, you had to pay 30% taxes on $90,000. You had to pay $27,000 in taxes. When the dust settled, you only had $63,000 of that $90,000. Or you cannot pay those taxes and have nothing. So would you rather pay the taxes and have a net 63000 or would you rather not pay the taxes and have a net zero? Yeah, people. I think a lot of times people get caught up in, in, in they try and avoid taxes so hard that they end up hurting themselves. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't like paying taxes. Okay, I, I don't. I hate paying taxes. If you ask anybody, ask any of my friends, I despise paying taxes more than anything, and I despise the IRS with every fiber of my being. Okay, I pay what I owe. I you know I don't I don't skip out. I pay what I owe. Um. But I think people get caught up in in trying to avoid taxes so much because they just have it in mind. I, I, I I'm not going to pay taxes. I'm not going to pay taxes. That they give up ninety thousand dollars, sixty three thousand dollars, you know, whatever. We have this conversation a lot where people say, "But if I if I if I do that, if I sell that, I'll I'll, I'll have to pay taxes on it." And it's like, okay, well, after taxes, you're going to have this amount left. And how much do you have right now? If you don't if if you don't sell it, how much do you have right now? Well, nothing. Okay, so you paid taxes, but you got an extra ninety thousand dollars in your pocket. Well, I, I think I think a lot you know, of it too is a crutch. It is. It, people are looking for it. It just drives me nuts. When the 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 mentality today is um, somebody else should take care of all these problems. So when people say, "Yeah, put me in a higher tax bracket," that's their way of saying, "Yeah, I'm not going to take care of this myself." Uh, okay, and folks, if you're if that's your mentality, I'll just be blunt. Don't call us. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't be we, a jackass we, about this, but don't don't call us. We, I, we we're interested in working with Christians that want to take care of themselves and take care of their families. And if you feel like you're owed something, call somebody else. Yeah, we just, I, I we, we no have no patience. We have no yeah, patience for yeah. something like that. And, um, and it's not it's not our if job. If you're to, married and you have children, you have a responsibility. And if you don't want that responsibility, you shouldn't have got married and you shouldn't have had children. Yeah, it is, it is not our, our, our responsibility in this profession is not to hold your hand and make you feel good about whatever you're doing. Now, a lot of times that's what we end up doing when people are doing the right thing. But I tell people this all the time. I said, if, if you're not on the right path or you're, you're, you are not where you need to be, we'll tell you. Because it's not our job to sugarcoat it. It's not our job to make you feel good about whatever's going on. It's our job to tell you the truth. And sometimes that truth is is not pretty. Sometimes that truth is uh, harsh. Sometimes it's ugly. Sometimes it's not what you want to hear. Uh, but if we if we just hold your hand and and say, oh, everything's okay, and it's not, we are we are uh, failing you. I, in our I can profession. actually tolerate that. That's ignorance. I can tolerate ignorance better than I can just chronic soreness. Yeah. And I'm sorry to be so blunt, but it just uh, ticks no, me off just, when I see yeah. somebody that refuses to take responsibility. You know, I, I just I'm not interested in working with those people. Yeah. Um, those of you that, yeah, okay, that was that's my uh, my failings as a Christian, but I am not interested in working with somebody that's not interested in working. Well, yeah, if they say, oh, it's not my fault, I I couldn't. Okay, I, I please don't. I mean, again, take that somewhere else. We have no patience. If if you're thinking, well, it's not my fault, the system held me down or what? No, uh, uh-uh, please don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, um, last two things, um, which are quick and easy. Number six is a home purchase, mm-hmm. buying your first house, and number seven is having a full real financial plan. 
Now, if you have where your, do you get one of those those phone well, you know what? financial plans? Why don't you give us a call at the Journeys Group <laughs> now that we've berated you for being lazy? Uh, 250 304 252. 252, I'm sorry. 304 1019. Um, yes. Uh, and, uh, and the savings. You see, all things lead to this. <laughs> but those of you that have done your homework and have taken care of business. Oh, what a great name for a podcast. I'm telling you, um, when you're 62 to 65 years old, you can do what you want to do. And you've taken care of your children. You've taken care of your spouse. You've taken care of your responsibilities. What a novel concept. <laughs> now, that means you have to. I'll probably have switched over to voting Republican now. But <laughs> okay, that's probably just uh, let, let's. Yeah, let's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I might yeah, read that. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I mean, it's, it's seven steps to life security and life abundance. They all require some uh, exertion on your part. They all require a little bit of sacrifice on your part. But nothing worthwhile is is free or easy. I mean, you know, it's it, it just. If we can help you with this, if you have questions about this, give us a call at 252-304-1019. George is snickering. <laughs> no, if we can help you after we just... <laughs> yeah, unless you're one of those people. <laughs> then don't call us. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, I probably shouldn't. But anyway... I no, 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 no. It's just it's just frustrating to hear that. So, again, if we can help, 252-304-1019. Hear the music in my ears, so we better head on out of here. I appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all letting us spend some time with you today. And berating you. Yeah. I hope you have a great rest of the week, and we look forward to visiting with you next week. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate. Taking Taking care care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC registered investment advisor.